they, they were in there for one hour and there's <laughs> everywhere like dude but i i mean obviously i love my kids but yeah. i don't know if I'm, I'm i'm in love with kids okay you know i just i just uh i don't mind them i got andrew tate reach out yeah you know, he's coming on well he went to jail after that but yeah <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna do what i can to get him on even if i gotta fl fly to romania Welcome back to the show, guys. I'm your host, as always, Sean Kelly. Got with me a great guest for you guys today, Brad Lee. How's it going? Good, buddy. How you doing? Good, man. What's been on your mind lately? Just trying to make it work. You know? <laughs> same old, same old. Pushing. Focus on light speed. Focused on light speed. You know, kind of let that one slip a little bit over the last four years. But fortunately, with recurring revenue, it's hard to hard to tell. Yeah. But you know, it should have been much higher by now. So. Getting back in the captain's chair there, you know I've got a I've got a few companies, but yeah, you know, mainly I'm just waiting to see what's going on with this nonsense everywhere. What do you mean by that? Just all the nonsense that's going on. <laughs> Can you elaborate on that? You don't want me to. Yeah, we'll probably get banned. Yeah, you don't want to get it suppressed. Yeah, yeah, we could go down that road for sure. You also got a huge podcast. See you crushing that. Podcast is getting big. Yeah, dropping bombs for all of you that don't know. Yeah, what's that like? I mean, you really grew that I, into an empire. And by the way, I think that's getting suppressed because it says bombs in it. Are you serious? Yes. Just from the bombs word? Just from the so bombs You might have word. to change the whole name. It's just stupid. So what are you going to call it? Nothing. I'm going to call it dropping bombs. YouTube suppresses you. I guess it makes sense. Terrorism, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's AI doing it. Nobody's paying attention. Yeah. Wake up. What keeps you motivated? I mean, you've got... All this money, all this success, you're known pretty much everywhere. Keeps you going these days. <laughs> I don't know who's informing you. Okay. <laughs> I don't have all this money and I'm not known everywhere. But that would be something I'm 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 working on where okay. I'll have all this money and everyone knows me. So you're not happy with the current level of wealth you're at right now? When when you say happy, you know, I think happiness is a choice. So I'm happy. Okay. Even if I had a fraction of what I have, I'd be happy. I'm happy even when I was broke. Hmm. Most people, I'd say when they're broke, they're not that happy, though. Well, I mean, that's most people. <laughs> so you think it's just a switch? like It's a choice. Happiness is a choice. You choose to be happy. Yeah? Yeah. So, like, you know, you take someone that had money their whole life, put them in a broke situation, they're going to be upset, they're going to not be happy. Hmm. Put somebody that was, you know, about to die, and, and now they're told they're not going to die, but they don't have any money. They're quite happy. Mm -hmm. same situation right yeah what's the difference perspective wow that's deep and i think you choose happiness so i can be happy sitting here or i can be upset sitting here yeah i could say there's no water on my table are you crazy dude mm. don't you know who i am where's my voss water <laughs> you love that voss water or i could just sit here and be happy which i do so i mean don't get me wrong money definitely i think makes people happier or it's easier to choose happiness when you have a lot of money yeah for sure i just don't think money is like money doesn't necessarily make you happy a choice makes you happy mm -hmm. when you started getting money success what did you do with your old friends that you grew up with did you keep them i haven't seen my old friends that i grew up with for you know ever i left my state 
in 1991. Mm-hmm. And when I left, I pretty much left everything. I don't. I didn't stay connected. You didn't text them, call them. Did there, you there was there was no for... texting back then. Oh, right. You didn't call them though. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, and then phone numbers would get disconnected over time. I mean, dude, that's a long time. I'm an old dog. Yeah. So so I didn't stay in touch with my high school buddies, unfortunately. Um, if I went if if I went back, you know, I can remember five or you know, ten high school buddies. Yeah. I don't keep track with them. I don't I don't keep up with them. Yeah. Which is a I would say it's a regret of mine. Oh, know? it's a regret. Well, sure. I mean, you can't replace childhood friends. Mm. There's only one set you're ever going to get. If they're watching this, reach out to him, guys. He misses you. No, <laughs> no, don't. Okay, no, actually, I wouldn't mind if they did, but a lot of them they didn't change at all. I've had a few reach out. Okay, and man, they're just still kind of how I feel. They're in the same town, doing the same. Yeah, I'm like, bro, and and they're asking me questions like I'm, you know, Brad Pitt, not Brad Lee. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I, you know. They think a million followers is, is is crazy. And I'm like, you know, well, it's 2.5 on TikTok. Does, does that make it better? <laughs> it's all relative, right? I'm starting to get recognized places, but I'm far from a celebrity, I would say. I yeah. mean, I can't even believe a lot of these people that are even more well-known than me on social media mm-hmm. walk around claiming a celebrity status. Yeah, I would never label myself that, even if I did become one, I guess. It's just weird, right? Yeah, well, I mean, at some point, I guess you become one, but I don't feel I've arrived there yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm not getting I'm not getting swarmed with with autograph seekers, or and I get a few people recognize me, want my picture, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah, I give you the local celebrity tag <clears throat> in Vegas. You're pretty known in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. Is it, <laughs> is it a good reputation? Yeah, I've good. never heard someone talk badly of you. Actually, say that again. Yeah, I've never heard it. That's because I try to treat people ethically and. You know, do the right thing. Yeah, you do good business. You got a great product. You're working with guys like Grant Cardone. You got a great reputation. How did you build that relationship? You know, I just tracked him down and closed him. At a conference? Uh, no, at his house, actually. You went to his house? The first time, he, he finally invited me over to his house. Um, but, uh, you know, Tony Robbins was harder to get to than Grant. Grant wasn't that really hard to get to. Grant wasn't even very well known when I met him. Mm. You know, he was just a trainer in the car business. Yeah. He trained car salesmen. That's all he did. Nobody knew who he was. There was no social media. Oh, this was like 10 years ago, right? It was longer than that. But oh, yeah. well. <clears throat> I don't know why my voice sounded all weird on you this. You need a water? No. I just sound like very whitish. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a story with, uh, <clears throat> with Tony. How do you meet Tony Robbins? I just kept asking everyone I knew, do you know Tony? Do you know anyone that knows Tony? Mm-hmm. And then eventually someone said yes. And I said, introduced me he mm. said why i showed him why and he called me one day and he said listen tony will be in san francisco he said he'll give you 15 minutes i said i'm there mm. so i show up boom took about two hours with him and then had to chase him for another two or three years until i finally closed his ass mm. at his house in palm beach florida wow and what did that end up generating revenue wise for you you know, it, it didn't go as big as I thought because Tony's already huge. You know what I'm saying? Like he's beyond caring about money. He's got a ton of it. Right. You know, he has he has bigger things that he looks at looks for, like feeding like a million families or I something, kids, stuff like that. 
So he's like, he's, he's above and beyond. So he didn't really push it too much, but you know, we did well, you know, for, for, for what we did. Yeah. But you know, I thought, you know, I was going to be a zillionaire, you know, but I went out and celebrated. Yeah. I've been there. Got Tony Robbins. Everyone's going to do it now. Yeah. You know, no one cares. Really? Nobody cared. I mean, it adds a little credibility, but it didn't, it didn't blow up my business. No. Interesting. You had an interesting take on your Instagram about getting rich quick. Yeah, that's the best way. Yeah, so you're a fan of it, but most people advise against it. That's because they don't know how to do it. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, dude, the best way to get rich is to get rich quick. Wouldn't you rather get rich quick than slow? At what cost, though? See, again, that's some pessimistic scarcity <laughs> mindset that they're trying to plant into you. Why is it that you can't get rich quick? People say, oh, there's no such thing. Dude, just because there's no such thing to you doesn't mean there's no such thing. Hmm. There's people that invested in what's called crypto. I'm sure you're familiar with a little yeah. bit of that. They were rich overnight. Yeah, I know a lot of people that happen to. I was, I was offered Bitcoin at seven bucks a coin. Jeez. And I said, who, who, who wants this you would have made 10 mil. I would, I would have made more than 10 mil. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I know a buddy of mine. He's got 300 million in Ethereum right now. So he got rich quick. And it is possible. And most people don't think it is. So they just want to talk about it. Yeah. When in reality, like, I don't, I don't, you know, anything's possible. But I was also being a little bit facetious. Someone said, what's the best way to get rich? They were wanting me to say real estate or all these different various ways. Yeah. And my response was quickly. That's hmm. the best way to, to do it quick. But it, it's not likely that a lot of people are going to get rich quick. It does take time if anybody's sitting here taking notes. It does take time. You know, you got to be you got to be aware of that and be willing to pay the price. But at the end of the day, it's also quite possible to get rich quick. And that's the best way to do it. But, hmm. you know, I'll settle did it take me 20 years to get rich? That's took, not that's not quick. Took you 20 years to become a millionaire? No, it took me eight. So you were 28? No, I started business when I was 30. Oh, so you were 38. Oh, that's later than I thought. Yes. Wow. Why'd you start so late? Because I was, you know, running around thinking I was making all the money in the world. <laughs> I didn't know what entrepreneurship was, really. Okay. Yeah, back then it wasn't cool. Well, I mean... I was always entrepreneurial. It's just, you know, you needed to make money, pay bills. I had family, I had child support, I had car payments to make. Right. You know, so you got to have a job. Mm. You know, how are you going to make money if, if, if shit ain't working out? So I went and got, you know, work at other people's businesses, selling things, mm. cars, art, all kinds of different things, RVs. So I needed to pay bills, right? So I, so I went to work. But at 30 years old, I kind of had this little pivotal moment where I thought, man, I just want to help people make more money because I saw a family that I helped and it was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I want to do that again. I'm going to start a business and start helping people train mm -hmm. and, and, and make more money. And that's kind of what, when I started my business, I was 30 years old mm -hmm. working at a car dealership. So I quit my job and started a business and it took eight years to, to, you know, make it. Wow. It's a long time, man. It it didn't seem like that long, but you know, I guess yeah, it this sounds is... that long. You know what I did? I every ninety days, every ninety days, I mm -hmm. thought I was ninety days away. And if you ask me what's going on in ninety days from now, I'd say the same thing. Like, mm -hmm. dude, there's some major shit I'm working on. 
Yeah. And in 90 days, <laughs> you, you don't even imagine. There's always something, right? Dude, and, and that's what kept me going for 20 years. It's mm -hmm. like every 90 days, there was something big happening. And if you come back to me in 90 days and it's not, I'm not there, I won't be like, no, I kind of failed. I'd say, dude, no, but I'm 90 days away. Mm. It's always this elusive 90 days. I'm going to write a book one of these days called How Do You Get Anything You Want in 90 Days? <laughs> and here's how you do it. You figure out what it is. Then you look down. You work off for 90 days. Mm. Then you look up. And if you don't have it, repeat. <laughs> and at some point, I guarantee you'll get it. Yeah. At some point, and it will be within 90 days. <laughs> it just might yeah, be your you keep 27th one. Yeah. Might be on your deathbed, but it'll happen eventually, right? Just hard work. And if it doesn't, you're dead, so who cares? Yeah. You have a lot of kids, man. Seven? It's a lot. Is it? Yeah. Better you don't get, think so? Better get started. No. <laughs> what age were you when you had the first one? 17. So high school. Planned or not? Well, I, was, I wasn't in high school because I dropped out. Oh, you dropped out. out, right. 16 years old, dropped out, 11th grade. Wow. Um, what was your question? Planned or was it girlfriend? Or? <clears throat> no, none of them were really planned. Oh, none of them. So you never had a discussion? I mean, they might have been planned with my... Like my my current wife, she wanted kids. Yeah. So we didn't sit there and say, okay, let's start trying. Okay. We just, you know, had one. You know, I just learned women can only get pregnant six to eight days out of the month. Really? Yeah. I didn't well, know that. Well, I have good aim then. <laughs> Seven kids. Is there a certain number you want or you're just going to keep no, it I going? Mean, I mean, my wife wants a boy. I have two boys from another wife, but my wife wants a boy. We have three girls. Okay. So- Again, you know, I'll keep going. I'm never, I'm never getting snipped. Yeah. So if she gets pregnant, there you go. So you love having kids. I don't mind them. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily love them. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I love my kids. I yeah, don't. Yeah. I don't love kids though. Like they're, they're <laughs> aggravating sometimes. You got to go home. You got to deal with them. The house is always messy. There's fingerprints everywhere. They screw up a truck. Yeah. You know, I get in the back of my truck. They they were in there for one hour and there's <laughs> everywhere. Like, dude. But I, I mean, obviously I love my kids, but yeah. I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm in love with kids. Okay. You know, I just, I just, uh, I don't mind them. In other words, yeah. like if, if you got a, I, I think if you have a good deal with your wife, because I know some guys, listen, they got to get up in the middle of the night and change diapers. They got to literally pitch in. You didn't have to do that? Hell no. <laughs> you kidding me, bro? You got a nanny. Well, I told my wife, I've already had kids. We're not have. I'm not, I'm not interested in having any. This is before we were married. Yeah. Um, you know, she just begged and begged and begged. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll tell you what, if I have kids with you, I'm not, I'm not doing anything except like, you know, take them out to play and play with them. And as soon as I'm done, I'm <laughs> up to you. So literally she, she was a nanny when I met her. Okay. So she, she knew how to take care of kids. Her mom is like the super grandma and we have an, uh, we, well, we don't have a nanny. We have a teacher. We have a, uh, um, we don't even have a nanny actually. So who take the, just your wife, wife takes care of? Them? Okay, because she was a nanny. So yeah, but I was just thinking, yeah, we have a nanny, but we don't. We have a maid. We have a teacher. Okay, I hired a private teacher for them. So you homeschool them? Yeah. Well, I I call it private education <laughs> because homeschooling makes you think like your mom and dad are sitting there on the table with yeah, you yeah. trying to figure out math. We, I I took the teacher from their private school that we left with us. Oh so wow! I said, hey, why don't you come just work directly? us nice yeah so i've snatched a, a good teacher and they and she trains them and and she's almost like a nanny but she's not she's a teacher mm. 
what does she teach them? Like actual Everything. subjects? Yeah. Like math, reading, yeah. history. So you, you still like the education system? Like the topics they teach? More old school. Like I won't, we don't agree with core math. Yeah. You've heard of core? No. Is that you, the new you got lucky, yeah. I mean, apparently, dude, you got to, to solve a simple problem like four plus four, there's 17 steps. What? It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Never heard of that. Yeah, but they're, but they're, you know, everyone says, what about, you know, how are they going to handle it socially? Yeah. Listen, they're very social. Like, if, if they were here right now, they'd be laughing. They'd get on the microphone and talk. They're not shy. Okay. You know, we go out to places. They, they see other kids and other people. It's just, um, you know, I don't, I don't like leaving them at a school where the school's indoctrinating them. And yeah. that's what's happening. It's scary. Place. Dude, that's what's straight up happening at no, the school. No, sure. You better get your kid, you know, in check if you really care about them because otherwise that school is going to make them believe whatever it is they want them <laughs> yeah. to believe. Was it like that when you went to school or do you think it's a newer thing? I think it's, you know, I didn't recognize it as much. Yeah, same. I, I, I could see it kind of starting when I was in school, but not as bad as now. Yeah, when I was in school, man, they just told you to, you know, get good grades so you can go to college and you can get a good job. That's, yeah. that's all they were pushing. Uh, everything else was still, you know, God, USA, apple pie, <laughs> you know. Keep it private, yeah. Now it's like they're really entering your personal lives almost. Well, I don't know what they're doing because we vacated the premises. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't worry about stuff like that. I just remove my kids. Now, again, do they want to be in school? They do want to be in school. They, right. don't, they don't like being privately educated. They yeah. want to be schooled at school with all their friends they want to have friends but, mm -hmm. you know not going to happen especially because they wanted the shots and yada 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 and yeah. my kids aren't getting a shot i'm not getting one we're not wearing masks all that that went on i wasn't about it so <laughs> i just snatched them out and brought them home man that was a crazy time couldn't even walk in a building without a mask on yeah and there's a lot of people right now wishing that they didn't get a i see it every day there's like a movement starting right Proof's out now. Yeah, we're not just we're just not wacky anymore. Now it's like, I think we're I think we're called pure bloods now. Yeah, yeah, it feels good. Yeah, I mean, I technically got it, but what do you mean technically? You got your card. Yeah, we're gonna cut this part for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't even bring up <laughs> if I were you. Yeah, we'll cut this whole segment. <laughs> so yeah. go back to seven. Yeah, I've got seven kids. Love them to death. Kids are great. 17 so you started at 17 and you just had one every couple of years from there no 17 i had one and then believe it or not that was the first time i so first time you had oh okay and so it was kind of like um alarming literally the first time ever yeah and, and only once wow so anyway got her pregnant so i'm like wow so i kind of got a little shy for a, a year and a half Okay. And, and then did it again once. Another one. And so I didn't do anything till three or four years. And then I got married and had two boys. And then I was married for 10 years and then got divorced and then met my current wife. Hmm. And, and we have three. So it's seven kids from four mothers. Wow. What do you think was uh, contributing factors to that first divorce? She wanted to be the boss. Hmm. She wanted to control things. She was an alpha? Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess I guess that's a good way of saying it nowadays, but I, I called her a you know, you can call it alpha now to, to disguise it. But she wanted to be the boss. Like, you know, I wanted to, you know, I, I had things to do. I had a sales team, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, hey, listen, and we lived right across the street from this place. I said, hey, meet me over here. I'm going to hang out with the team for a little bit, get them ramped up. Yeah. No, you need to come home. Hmm. I said, why? You need to come home. So I'd go home. What, what's up? And she'd be sitting there in a T-shirt watching a, an old Arabic movie that I didn't understand. And, you know, I'm like, why do I need to be here? Hmm. Because you have a family. You need to be here. I'm like, well, there's nothing going on. I'll be right there. I'm pointing at the place out my, <laughs> out my window. I'll be right there. Yeah, yeah. I go, I have a sales team. And, you know, I got to, like, hang out with them, pump them up, keep them motivated. No, you're going to stay home. And, I, like, like, not even, like, she's the boss. And so that only lasted a certain amount of time before I said, listen, we're not, we, we got to change something. Hmm. And, then, and then she said, or what? I said, or or we'll have to get a divorce. And she said, you don't have the balls to divorce me. Whoa. And I said, excuse me? Like, you must totally, completely misunderstand who you're married to. Yeah. And so, boom, that was the end of that. Do you have a prenup? Didn't need one. What do you mean? I didn't have any money. Oh. So you got lucky. Nice. I feel like these days you kind of need one, though. They don't hold up anyway. Uh, so you didn't get one on the new wife? Well, the new wife, I have what's called uh, trusts. Mm. So Brad Lee technically doesn't make much. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, on paper, right? Well, I mean, if, listen, the truly wealthiest people in the world, if you look at who they, what they personally own, it's not much. So if my wife were to divorce me, she could take half and I'd be just wonderfully fine because mm. I have trusts. So the trusts she cannot take half of so anyway we don't have a prenup interesting and and i don't think and i don't think we needed one you know quite frankly okay because i saw when bezos got divorced he got wrecked maybe he didn't have a trust and when you say wrecked see this this is my this is my point sean (laughs) listen how much did he have left of what amazon his money I mean, I saw, I don't know if this is real, but on the articles it said he lost a lot of money. No, not lost. How much did he still have left? Left? Yeah, so if I told you, you're going to lose half your money. Do you want to lose 30000 or do you want to lose $300 million? 30000 Right? Pay attention to what I'm telling you. Wait. Listen to me. You're going to lose half your money. Yeah. You're going to lose half your money in this divorce. So okay. you have a choice. Do you want to lose 30000 or do you want to lose $300 million? Oh, I see what you're saying. $300 million. Thank you. So do I. So does Jeff. Like, dude, everyone, poor Jeff. He lost a billion. Who cares? He's got a hundred billion left. Yeah. Like, dude, why you guys feel sorry for a dude that has billions of dollars? Because he lost some. <laughs> by the way, he married that girl early on. Yeah. She spent that whole time. Well, th- that was half hers. Mm-hmm. People forget that. Yeah, that's true. Why wasn't it half hers? Yeah, she was there for the whole time. I mean, she deserves something, right? The whole time. Now, again, if he was already worth $5 billion and then she shows up and now he's worth $50 billion, if that $5 billion shouldn't even be counted, why? Had that before her. Right. Okay, next. Okay, out of the 50, what does she deserve? Well, I mean, real, realistically, if she's some, you know, bimbo hooker that just, you know, tied him down for two or three years and to get his money, I don't think she deserves anything. Yeah. But when we're talking about the the wife that, spent the entire broke days supporting him that whole time 
She deserves something, man. And yeah. I and I would say half because I think you're partners. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. She was there from the start. But more importantly, dude, he's fine. Why yeah. is it for <laughs> Jeff Bezos? Like, I wish I lost a hundred. I wish I lost a billion dollars yeah. in a divorce. That'd be great. I just saw last week he already made it back. Yeah, he's not worried. Yeah, <laughs> and you, I and, and you haven't heard from her. No, nah. where's she at? She's on a yacht somewhere. <laughs> she's she's fine. Yeah, you get along with your family. Yeah. Which family? Like your direct family, like yeah. Because are they entrepreneurs as well, or are they corporate? Well, yeah, they're not even corporate. They're blue collar. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from a family that's mostly blue collar. Okay. Because so I have this weird dynamic with mine where they don't get me. You know, they all made fun of me when I dropped out of college. They all made fun of me when I didn't have a job. So I'm just wondering if you dealt with that too. No. So they all supported you? No. I didn't talk to them much. We're not a real close family. Like okay. sometimes I'll go years not talk to anybody. Oh, okay. And then when I hear them, they're like, hey, how you doing? Good. Can I borrow some money? <laughs> what for? I say I'll, I always say what for first. Yeah. Because if it's stupid, the answer is no. So you've given money to them? Sure. What's money for if you can't help people with it? What about your parents? Did they support you? Uh, again, no. They kicked me out when I was 16 for not mowing the lawn. <laughs> what? Yeah, when I was 16, I was supposed to mow the lawn. My dad said, why didn't you mow the lawn? I said, I forgot. He said, I think you best hit the road. I packed my bags and left and never went back. And you never talked to them since? I talked to them. But again, I'm out of the house. Now I'm just a, I'm just an adult. Wow. 16. So, I, so they'd say, how you doing? I'd say, good. Say, I see a car. And, and back then, you know, I was a little bit of a hoodlum, meaning I'd get what I needed no matter what. You know, and again, I wasn't robbing people, but I was, I was very creative at making money, earning money. Okay. And so... Anything that I had achieved, they just assumed was some sort of scam mm. or some sort of. Wow. But, you know, again, we don't. It's weird because it's not like we're tight, and but it's not like we hate each other. It's mm. just we're just I'm thinking of the word and I can't get it, but it's. I kind of know what you mean. It's almost like, you know, just. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Interesting. At one time, my dad came to Las Vegas. Yeah. I had my two boys, and those are his grandkids, obviously. Right. I said, you going to come over, meet your grandkids? He said, yeah, this is going to be awesome. So he gets here. I pick him up from the airport, go to the hotel. He's got to meet some people from the Moose Lodge or you know whatever he was here for. Mm. So I took him to the hotel. I had a bunch of alcohol surprised in his room, mm -hmm. the kind they like, a bunch of it, because um, they drank a lot. Day two, no show. Mm. Day three, I call them. Yeah, we'll be over there a little bit later. No show. Mm. Day four, day five. They were here seven days, never came over to see their grandkids. That's crazy. Who does that? I've never heard of that. But again, everyone's like, well, why are you guys at, at odds? Well, we're, we're not. Just they had better to do yeah. than, meet, than meet grandkids. Wow. So did you feel the need to kind of prove them wrong when you left and make money? I think now that I'm getting a little older, I'm, I'm thinking back that that is part of what's, dry, what, what's driven me mm. is, is trying to say, how you like me now? Because, <laughs> dude, I like revenge. Yeah. I think it's a uh, good motivation if used properly. It's great motivation. Like yeah. Dana White has something that says, you know, uh, bet against me, bet against me. 
Right. That's that's what makes me go. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like if you tell me I can't do something, that's when I'm really gonna do it. Yeah. Man, that's wild. I didn't know you had that dynamic with your parents. But you treat your kids like very respectfully and you seem like to be a part of their lives. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Gold, I'd say. Yeah. Similar with my dad. He did not get along with his parents, but he always, he never laid a hand on me, you know? He used to get physically beat up and stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I always respected him for that. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good dad. Yeah. That's a beat. I mean, he got mine his ass never, beat. Mine never really beat my ass. I got a spanking with the belt many times. Got a few of those with my oh, mom. Oh, dude, we got, I got more than a few, but he would, <laughs> he would never beat me up. Yeah. There was, no, there was no fists with my dad. It was always a belt. And once I got like, you know, 12 or 13 or old enough to where it was stupid, he'd stop. He yeah. only did it when we were a kid. But yeah. boy, I'll tell you, he beat <laughs> and I think, And I think that's, you know, why I'm resourceful. Hmm. You know, I think. I'm getting your beat as, as a kid? Yeah. It made you think, man. Right. It made you, you know, stay out of trouble too. Yeah, it made you careful with your words, right? I think so. Yeah, because these but, people these days just run in their mouth on social media. Well, a lot of kids nowadays, you know, they're they're you're not allowed to spank them. Yeah, you'll get arrested. They're indoctrinated at your school, so you don't want to mess around with your kids now. You just yeah. you just let the schools raise them, let the government raise them, and do what you're told. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's scary, man. So I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> that's supposed to be funny. I mean, it is, but it's not because it's so real. We have, we have any audience laughter you can throw in there? No, I see you do that on your show with the bomb thing, but I got to get some so- some sound effects eventually. Yeah, your 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 show is very. How you doing? Excellent. Very mature for your age. How old are you? Twenty six. Yeah, you act like forty six. Yeah, I hang out with a lot of people in their thirties and forties. I struggle hanging out with people my age for some reason. Why do you think that is? Uh, different mindset, you know. People my age are out there going to clubs, partying. I don't do that. Yeah. I don't drink or smoke. Just different mindset. What do you do all day? Work. Work, play basketball, network. You're a basketball fan? I am. Who is better? Who's the best basketball player ever to live? Ever to live? Probably Michael Jordan. That's right. Yeah. Give yourself a bomb for that. <laughs> people say LeBron, but. No, people don't. People in my generation do. No. People in yours do Idiots don't. do. <laughs> people don't. It gets harder to like him every year that goes by, the more shit he does. Bottom line is, though, it's like, you know, Michael Jordan is, is, a, is, a, is a legend. He's mm-hmm. an icon. You know, people stand in line for his shoes still. Yeah. You know, nobody's standing in line for LeBron James shoes. No, nah, I bought those at the Flemington Outlets, and I rolled my ankle as soon as I got them. See what I'm saying? <laughs> I was wondering why they were 20 bucks and then, yeah, rolled my ankle every time I played in them. So who did your homework? What's that list? I use AI. So I go through all your previous podcasts, use an AI summarizer. Oh, I like what he said about that. Let me ask about that. Oh, interesting. And then I go through your Instagram and Twitter. You're going to have to teach me how to do that. Yeah, See, I heard you I, don't do prep. On not at show. all. Yeah. But I mean, you could probably tell when you watch the show. No, I li- when people show up, I like to get to know them on the spot. Mm. You know, so who are you? What do you do? I mean, obviously, I know what your media, the media says, but who are you? What do you do? That just start having conversations. We might end up talking about, you know, their high school girlfriends, or you know, talk about. You never know where it goes. Yeah, I'd say I'm a balance. I don't go as hard as Sartain does, but I'm somewhere in the middle of you two. I do about thirty minutes. 
per guest. Interesting. Yeah. What Sartain do? I mean, that dude spends hours. He watches the whole podcast, multiple episodes, and writes questions from there. Yeah, see how much time I save? Save a lot of time. And I bet you my podcast is just as popular as Yours is probably the biggest in Vegas. I'd say you or Graham Stephan. See, who's Graham Stephan? You don't know Graham Stephan? No, you know him. I swear to God, I know. Ice Coffee Hour? Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Wow. So you're in your own little world. Well, I mean, yeah, I work, dude. Listen, I'm not in this world. Someone the other day wanted me to get on. um, When I say the other day, sometimes that could be 10 years ago. Yeah. But um, the other day, which was years ago, they wanted me to get on this thing called Cameo. I've heard of that. Yeah, so Cameo is supposedly real celebrities and yada, yada, yada. So I'm sitting there, and I was telling somebody, and I said, they wanted me on Cameo, so I signed up, and they're like, oh, you're on Cameo, bro? That's huge. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, dude, there's real celebrities on that. Mm -hmm. Like, 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 you know, athletes, all kinds of celebrities. And that made me think, I wonder what they're calling me, like, because I'm just a CEO. I'm just mm. an entrepreneur. Like, wh- what kind of celebrity are they calling me? So I looked it up. I was a podcaster. <laughs> Did you like that? But, I mean, I am a podcaster, I guess. But when I started the podcast, I did it just for fun. People were coming in and out to make courses for my technology that I created. Yeah. And so I had all these people, big names coming in. I figured, why not just sit down and start talking to them? Everyone told me, everyone's got a podcast, bro. Don't start a podcast, bro. So I said, man, I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> so I started a podcast, and I'll tell you what, man, that's one of the best things I've ever done. Wow. It's, it's getting pretty big. You know, it's afforded me a lot of um, deal flow, and I can pretty much get a hold of anybody because of it. Yeah. I mean, I get people, you know, when they're coming out with a new product or book calling me, can I get on the podcast? Yeah. You know, or there are people calling hey can we get so-and-so on the podcast you know i've got andrew tate i got andrew tate reach out yeah you know? he's coming on well he went to jail after that but yeah <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna do what i can to get him on even if i gotta fl- fly to romania yeah he just got a uh, he got out right house well, arrest? yeah he's off house arrest nice but um dan pena that's a big um, one jordan peterson huge i'm gonna be going to necker island here in, a, in a, about a month let's see if i can get richard on it He'll be there. Um, Michaela Peterson. Um, can't remember them all. But it's just nice to be able to, you know, attract conversations. Yeah. No, I, I got to say, I'm only six months in, but I'm starting to see the benefits a little bit. Well, dude, you're you're coming up quick. Yeah. Seems like it took me years. Well, I learned from guys like you and Rogan, and people paved the way before me so I could learn quicker, you know. How, how do you get guests? Just reach out to them? Reach out. I got a couple talent bookers um but now that we have the viewership it's a lot easier like you said yeah it was hard at first i mean i was having on my friends at first and then i worked my way up dude one time i ha- I didn't have a guest so i grabbed my handyman that works at my office <laughs> i interviewed him that's my favorite episode yeah yeah sometimes it's the normal people that give some bombs as you as you would say that's right dude that's because because people identify with being normal yeah you know what i mean absolutely well we got to wrap up but is there anything you're trying to promote before we no man just take care of yourself you know, be a good person. Learn to sell, close, and persuade, and you'll go as far as you want to go. Love that. Thanks for coming on, Brad. Pleasure. Thanks for watching, guys. I'll see you next time.